Hi, this is George from the Return of the King channel. If Jesus comes back in the year 2029 on Yom Kippur, what is the latest date the tribulation can begin in the year 2022? In 2029, Torah calendar begins the year a few days before the spring equinox. Starting before the equinox is sometimes questionable. If we start a month later, the signs in the heavens on Yom Kippur, the day most believe Christ will return at the end of the tribulation, appears to confirm a later start date. Plus, if we use this start date for the year, it's already too late. We've passed the date. Yom Kippur in the fall of 2029 would then begin on the 10th day of the 8th month on the Jewish calendar. It begins at sunset on October 18th and ends on sunset October 19th. The tribulation is two periods of 1,260 days for a total of 2,520 days. Subtract 2,520 days from Yom Kippur 2029. That brings us to November 24th, 2022. The tribulation would then begin sometime between sunset on the 24th to sunset on the 25th. I have a very simple theory that on important days in the Bible, such as Christ's death and birth, you will see a symbolic representation of those events in the heavens. This is what the original Hebrew alphabet looks like. They are pictographs, just like the heavens are pictographs. They read from right to left. It starts with the Aleph and it ends with the Tav. Jesus tells us he is the Alpha and the Omega, in Hebrew, the Aleph and the Tav. The first letter is the Aleph and the last letter is the Tav. The Aleph is a strong ox. The Tav, or Ta, is the cross. The tribulation begins here in Taurus, Christ the Judge, an ox, the Aleph. It's not an ordinary ox, but a reem, an auroch, the fiercest wild ox that ever lived, an ox that was hunted to extinction. Jesus tells us he is the Aleph and the Tav, or the Ta. The first three letters of Taurus are the Tav, the Aleph and the Tav, the beginning and the end. On the day Jesus begins to take his kingdom back from the ruler of this world, we find Mars between the horns of Taurus. Mars represents bloodshed. Think of a bull charging with his head down. Revelation 6.4 And out came another horse, bright red. Its rider was permitted to take peace from the earth, so that the people should slay one another. And he was given a great sword. Next we see Jupiter representing the Christian from the Revelation 12 sign in the constellation of the Christian, Pisces. Hebrew reads from right to left, and so do the heavens. The Christian is taken out of the world by the Lamb to escape the dragon in the sea and before Christ pours out his judgment on the world. The tribulation begins when the Lamb opens the first of seven seals, releasing the four horsemen. The entire tribulation, which is on this side of the Lamb, is the wrath of God and the wrath of the Lamb. Saturn is in the constellation of the Atonement, Capricorn. This is a dying goat with the tail of a fish, Christ paying the price on the cross for the Christian whose symbol is the fish. On the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, a ritual is performed. 
This is what Ken Johnson in his book, Ancient Messianic Festivals and the Prophecies They Reveal, says about this ritual. It has been speculated that the scapegoat represents Jesus taking away our sin. That is one possible interpretation. If the information given in the Mishnah is correct, another picture emerges. Two identical goats, one dedicated to God, the other dedicated to Satan. One goat represents the Messiah and the other represents the Antichrist. The only way to tell the difference between the Messiah and the Antichrist is to know the Lord's will by carefully studying the word of God. As we all know, the Jewish leadership will give the crown to the Antichrist. The tribulation begins with a rider of the white horse. Revelation 6.2 And I looked, and behold, a white horse, and its rider had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he came out conquering and to conquer. Many believe the rider of the white horse is the Antichrist. If the heavens were created by God, then why is the bow of the rider of the white horse pointed at the scorpion, the symbol of the Antichrist in the heavens? Joseph Zeiss, a Lutheran minister and theologian in his book, The Gospel and the Stars, makes the case for the rider of the white horse as being Christ. All the meanings of the constellations I present to you come from his book, The Gospel and the Stars. He also believes, as I do, that in Revelation chapter 12, we find the rapture of the church. He is a very well-respected theologian. Here's what I think about the rider of the white horse. The true rider of the white horse found in Revelation 6-2 is Christ. But what happens at the beginning of the tribulation is that the Jewish leadership gives the crown to the false messiah, the Antichrist. They are deceived by the Antichrist into believing he's the messiah. They are looking for a warrior who will conquer their enemies. That's what the Antichrist will and must do if he's to deceive the Jewish leadership. He will mimic the true rider of the white horse. He will come out conquering and to conquer for Israel for three and a half years. Jesus' ministry lasted for three and a half years. For three and a half years, the Jewish leadership had the true Messiah in their midst. And what did they do? They had him put to death. During the tribulation, they believed the Antichrist is the Messiah for exactly the same period of time. Let's look at Revelation 6-2 again. And I looked, and behold, a white horse, and its rider had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he came out conquering and to conquer. Jesus is crowned king in heaven at the beginning of the tribulation. He has his bride with him. He reigns from heaven for seven years and then a thousand years from Jerusalem. King David ruled in a similar manner. He ruled from Hebron for seven years and then 33 years from Jerusalem. It's Jesus who is taking his kingdom back from the ruler of this world, Satan. It's Jesus who is conquering, not Satan. Jesus is using Satan to take his kingdom back and to bring salvation to the Jewish nation. The constellation of the Antichrist is Scorpio. It's believed the Antichrist will come from the tribe of Dan. The constellation of Scorpio is associated with the tribe of Dan. On the starting day of the tribulation, the sun, the moon, Venus, and Mercury are all in the constellation of the Antichrist, Scorpio. Christ and the hosts of heaven have begun to take Christ's kingdom back from the ruler of this world, the devil, Satan. God will use the Antichrist, Satan and his fallen angels, to bring judgment to the world and salvation to a remnant of the Jewish nation, Israel. 
The midpoint of the tribulation is then sunset on May 7th to sunset May 8th, 2026. This is when the Antichrist desecrates the temple. It's the day they realize the man they crowned as their Messiah, their rider of the white horse, is not the true Messiah. The moon representing the true Messiah is in the constellation of the rider of the white horse. The true rider of the white horse was crowned in heaven three and a half years earlier with his bride present. Jupiter is in the constellation of the wedding in heaven, Gemini. We are with Christ for seven years. By sunset on May 8th, the moon moves into Capricorn. And what is Capricorn about? We had read this earlier. Two identical goats, one dedicated to God, the other dedicated to Satan. One goat represents the Messiah and the other represents the Antichrist. The only way to tell the difference between the Messiah and the Antichrist is to know the Lord's will by carefully studying the word of God. Today is the day the Jewish leadership is going to find out that they got it wrong. The second half of the tribulation is known as the Great Tribulation. It's when things get really bad. The wrath of the Lamb is being poured out on the earth. At the beginning of the second half, we see Venus, the bright morning star, between the horns of Taurus, Christ the Judge. The Sun and Mercury are in the constellation of the Lamb. Revelation 17:14. They will make war on the Lamb, and the Lamb will conquer them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And those with him are called and chosen and faithful. Saturn, representing Satan, is in the constellation of the red dragon in the sea, the Antichrist. From Ken Johnson on the red dragon, Leviathan. We see the seven-headed red dragon in the book of Revelation. All the ancient cultures in the Middle East, including Israel, Babylon, and the Arab peoples, had a concept of a seven-headed sea creature they all called Leviathan, which represented an evil empire that would appear at the end of time. From Job 41, the ancient rabbis believed that Leviathan was a terrible beast that was king of the children of pride, and that he would make a covenant with many and break that covenant, not be a servant forever. Revelation chapter 12, verses 13 to 17. And when the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. But the woman was given the two wings of the great eagle, so that she might fly from the serpent into the wilderness, to the place where she is to be nourished for a time and times and half a time. That's three and a half years. The serpent poured water like a river out of his mouth after the woman to sweep her away with a flood. But the earth came to the help of the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed the river that the dragon had poured from his mouth. Then the dragon became furious with the woman and went off to make war on the rest of her offspring, on those who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And he stood on the sand of the sea. The scene in the heavens is that of a sea serpent. After a remnant of Israel escapes the dragon, the dragon becomes furious with the woman and goes to make war on the rest of her offspring, on those who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. Mars, representing bloodshed, is in the constellation of the Christian Pisces. Those who become Christians during the tribulation will most likely be killed by the Antichrist and the beast system. No buying or selling without the mark of the beast. Christians during the tribulation are beheaded. Revelation 20, verse 4. 
Also, I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Jesus and for the word of God, and those who had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the view of the heavens from Jerusalem on Yom Kippur 2029, the day Jesus returns to earth. In the constellation of the Antichrist, we find Venus, the bright morning star, and Mars, Mars representing bloodshed. On this day, Jesus is going to slay the Antichrist, the false prophet, and all who have taken the mark and are now followers of the Antichrist. Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 14. Then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. The one sitting on it is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems. And he has a name written that no one knows but himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. And the armies of heaven arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. The armies of heaven include the Bride of Christ, those of us who have been with Christ for the last seven years in heaven. In the constellation of the Bride, we find the Sun, Mercury, and Jupiter representing the Christian from the Revelation 12 sign. The Moon is above the tail of the dragon in the constellation of Pisces, the Christian. The Christians returning with Christ. Saturn, representing Satan, is in the constellation of Taurus, Christ the Judge, and below Aries, the Lamb. The story here in the heavens is that of Christ and the armies of heaven conquering his enemies, Satan and his followers. The story in the heavens looks perfect for the start of the tribulation this year, 2022. The midpoint and the end, and the return of Christ in 2029. When I compared what I see in the heavens for a 2022 start date of the tribulation versus a 2023 start date, there's no comparison. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would give this year a 10 and 2023 a 4 or 5 at best. This year, the story looks very complete. If the tribulation is to start on November 24th to the 25th, then the rapture must occur between now and the 24th. If we're still here in my next video, I'll be talking about the connection between the Revelation 12 sign and the day of the rapture. The day of the rapture is not tied to a feast day, but back to the Revelation 12 sign itself. The key is this blood moon that just occurred in Aries. There will not be another blood moon in Aries until the year 2050, a sign that the groom is about to come for his bride. Four days from the blood moon in Aries, the moon was in the constellation of Gemini, representing our wedding in heaven, the same day on the Jewish calendar that Noah entered the ark. Another sign for the bride to get ready. From the last blood moon of the lunar tetrad, it's 726 days. Rapture in Strong's Concordance. It's not the feast days the blood moons occur near, but the constellations they occur in. These two blood moons occur in the constellation of Virgo, the Bride. These two blood moons occur in the constellation of Pisces, the Christian. Jupiter from the Revelation 12 sign is in the constellation of Pisces. So when the moon is in Virgo, that's when the groom comes. If the tribulation begins this year, the rapture has to occur by the 24th of November. 
the moon is in Virgo for about three days. It's under her feet until the 24th of November. So we may not know the exact day or hour, but we know when to have our lamps lit and to have plenty of oil on hand as we watch and wait for the king to return for his bride. Thanks for watching.